Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. This podcast, especially the 31 Days of Horror, is made possible thanks to our amazing patrons. Please join me in welcoming and thanking new patrons, Porfiria, Brian Lopez, Sierra Dunlow, B. Rob Sun, Scott Henderson, Emil Nilsson, Samantha Hendricks-Daggett, Zachary Robbins, and Demetrios. Our patrons mean everything to us, and we do all we can to give back for their generosity. Patron rewards start with shoutouts and early commercial-free access to all episodes. From there, rewards include immediate access to our entire back catalog of almost 500 Patreon-exclusive episodes, which you're just getting a small sample of this October, coffee cups, t-shirts, logo hoodies, and more. And remember, is my thanks to you during our reward tier pricing transition. For all of October 2020, all new patrons who sign up will get a limited edition 31 Days of Horror Magnet along with our other rewards. Our thanks to you for supporting the show. And signing up for a year at a time is still an option and comes with a magnet. If you sign up annually, I'll give you a month for free. 12 months for the cost of 11. Like I say every week, and now every day in October, we do all we can to give back to the people who support our show. If you'd like to see how you can support the podcast and get rewarded for doing so, including the limited edition Creepy Fridge Magnet, please check out our reward tiers at patreon.com slash creepypod. Now... This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy presents The 31 Days of Horror Day 15 Rap Rat The terror begins. Ever heard a nightmare? Like a lot of other games in the 90s, it came with a VHS you timed with your play. The character on the video would give you instructions on what to do while you play the game in real time. Being a scaredy cat, I refused to play when my mom bought it for us. My brother was disappointed at not being able to play Nightmare, but my mom had a solution. She brought out Rap Rat. It was a cheap, dingy little thing catered to kids my age. You went around the board, collected cheese, and the first player to reach the end would win. Seems simple enough. And since it reminded us of Mousetrap, which we didn't have, there were no objections. We popped the movie into the VHS and set up the board. The first part of the video is just a simple explanation of the rules as well as instructions on how the game worked. Then Rap Rat came onto the TV. 
He was not what any of us had been expecting. My smaller brother, who was only three at the time, immediately left the room crying. The rat did not even resemble a rat. The ears were far too big. It had a mouth lined with two teeth, and the inside of the mouth looked almost swollen. The most striking part of the thing, though, was the eyes. They were large, glassy, and fish-like. I asked, then bothered, then begged my mom to turn it off. Rap Rat suddenly shouted loudly, screaming and wailing, saying, Wait your turn. In a demonic, low-pitched voice that was not at all like his normal obnoxious nasal voice. In the background, we could hear the narrator saying, He's Rap Rat, and he's the boss. Over and over again in an overly serious tone. The video was indescribable. Images cross the screen in quick succession, overcut with Rap Rat's expressionless eyes. The images were some of the things I was afraid of at the time. A person looking over a balcony, a hornet slowly stinging someone's eye, an extreme close-up of a tarantula, a pit full of writhing cobras, and a bloodied syringe filled with green fluid. We immediately turned the video off and I ran out of the room screaming, slamming my door. It took my mom 20 minutes to convince me that the video was gone, that I would never, ever see it again. I had nightmares all week about Rap Rat. That wasn't the last time I saw Rap Rat. When my girlfriend and I were preparing to move in together, I was cleaning out my closet of my room and found Rap Rat again, with the same VHS and the same board game inside. It was almost perfectly intact, save for the thick layer of cobwebs and dust bunnies on top of it. This was strange... Didn't my mother get rid of it? And what was the game doing in my room? I let out a bit of a gasp when I found it. My girlfriend came into the room, asking what was the matter. Breathing harshly, I said, Rap Rat. She laughed a bit, asking if it was a joke. I shook my head, explaining that it wasn't. She didn't believe me. Nobody did and I decided that the only way to prove it to her was to show her the video. I borrowed my neighbor's VHS and played the video for her. However, the images had changed. I saw a clown, its nose bursting and spraying blood under the screen. I saw a woman alone in a dark room. I saw a man being forced to pick up white-hot metal and hold it in his outstretched hand, turning his hand to a leathery mess. The scratching I heard as a child continued, picking up louder and louder. Then Rap Rat showed up and began twisting and convulsing, its arms thrusting this way and that. The costume wasn't a costume anymore. The felt was real fur. Its face wasn't plastic, but instead a bristle of thorns with teeth, the eyes turned inward and suddenly popped out again. Rap Rat's huge fish eyes were inside out, staring right at me, watching my every move, my every expression. It grinned widely and gestured at my girlfriend with a single outstretched inhuman hand. I could hear the faintest scratching at my front door. The TV went blank and showed static. The scratching got louder, 
It wasn't scratching anymore, but thumping. The thumping of tiny feet on wood. My girlfriend embraced me in fear. My senses kicked in. Before anything else could happen, I stopped the video, ejected it, and unplugged the VHS. The scratching stopped. When I looked out the living room window, nothing was there. The police showed up soon after, warning us that a neighbor had seen a figure outside of our door and had called in concern. My girlfriend and I simply couldn't explain what had happened, and had to tell the police officer that it was us. I was furious that a children's game was terrifying me. I went to pick up the tape, but the VHS burned my hand. It felt like I had touched a Bunsen burner on the highest setting. We had to get the oven mitts from the kitchen in order to take it out. And even then it was scorching hot. I brought it outside, tossed it down on the sidewalk, and crushed it with my winter boots. My girlfriend and I had nightmares every night. We would both wake up in the middle of the night and describe eerily similar images that we saw in our sleep. The scratching would always be there at night, when lights were off and the room was pitch black, save for the moonlight coming in through the window. Now, though, the scratching would happen every time I went near the front door, and every time we said Rap Rat's name. It sounded as if something very small was dragging something across the ground outside of the door, pacing, waiting. I'd simply wait, with the covers pulled up to my neck until I succumbed to exhaustion. At this point, I was determined to sue the company for damages. The first thing I did was call my mother and ask where she got Rap Rat. She had no idea. I found a merchant who told versions of Rap Rat and asked how I could get in touch with the company. He sent me this email. I don't know about the game, but I know it was created by the same people who created Nightmare. The company's called A Couple of Cowboys. Try them. I did a bit more research and discovered that the company became defunct in 1994, only two years after the company created Rap Rat. I discovered why they did soon after. How Rap Rat Came to Be In 1992, a couple of years after the game's development, a couple of cowboys had commissioned a manufacturing company in Haiti to create the doll portrayed in the game. The company who created the puppet ran a sweatshop, where they forced women and children to produce the various components of the puppet, including the felt and the plastic of the doll. One day, a young Haitian girl got her arm caught in the industrial sewing machine. The spring loader, unable to handle the weight of the machine, came loose and struck the child's neck, killing her instantly. A few days after the funeral, the mother of the child came to the factory, demanding to see the owner, who denied that he had anything to do with it. In a fit of rage, the mother said that the blood from the innocent would seep into every crevice of the doll. Every component with which it was created and all who touched it would die. She claimed to have summoned a fear demon and screamed at the top of her lungs, Apparet will curse you. The owner simply laughed and told his corporate bosses about Apparat. They spread the joke from person to person, and the game was renamed Rap Rat, a loose anagram of Apparat. Each recitation of the name Apparat brought with it a greater and greater curse. Only two years after Rap Rat was created, 
the company was shut down and the owners hired by Mattel. There were stories of the workers begging for days off, skipping work for weeks and weeks, finding the puppet in strange places. Sooner were the stories of suicide, grim violent suicide in which the workers would stab their hands and burn themselves to death, writing I am fear on the nearest surface in blood. Nobody knows where the Rap Rat doll went after the original creators disappeared. Some say that the last things the victim saw before going insane were large, sunken, fish-like eyes. Words of Warning 1. Never ever say Apparat out loud. Saying a demon's name out loud is an invitation to them. A calling. If you have already done this, as I already did, it cannot be undone. 2. Do not try to speak or contact Apparat. 3. Avoid being awake between 3.30 a.m. and 4 a.m. when Rap Rat is most likely to try to scare you. The audio. The VHS is back. I thought I stumped on it, smashed it to kingdom come, but it's back. I found it in my sock drawer yesterday. This time I was ready. A whole bunch of people have been contacting me, trying to get the tape or some sort of video from the board game. My answer to you is that it's just too dangerous. If I did that, it could very well drive you insane. Scare you to death. The video and the game and Rap Rat itself has some sort of strange power. Rap Rat follows me everywhere I go. I see little shadows in the corner or hear sounds coming down the hallway when I'm the only one home. If Rap Rat is there, it will let you know. But it will never let you see it. Until it's too late, of course. A lot of people have been watching the normal video from the normal board game. That's a thing. Rap Rat can be normal. It will trick you into thinking it's just a puppet. And then stalk you. Day and night. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. From the Patreon Vault. Creepy Presents. Abandoned Servers. You know those eerie feelings you get when you're playing a multiplayer game and there's no one on the server apart from you? For instance, boot up Minecraft right now and scope around for some deserted server that's running. But no one's on. Feels pretty weird, right? Well, this is what my hobby was. Going around to these barely running games to see what people had left behind. Not just Minecraft, either. Counter-Strike, Team Fortress 2, World of Warcraft. I used all these games to explore the special servers nearly every day. I logged down what was on them. Buildings, maps, announcements, and then my friend would come along and wipe or build on what I'd logged in. 
I'd get paid about 50 bucks for every server I cleared, depending on the size. So anyway, I'm sitting there sipping on a coke when my unnamed friend, due to security reasons, rings me up over Steam and says that there's a really big indie game map that was just abandoned and he wants me to check it out. He also mentioned that the map was larger than normal so he paid me around 100 bucks. So I accepted and went to download the client. It was an old website. The design was pretty poor and it didn't look very popular so I speculated that he wanted me just to see if it was working. So I created an account and booted up the game. It looked normal enough. Sort of like Second Life. That game where you play as yourself and run around and buy and build stuff. So, I started at the server maintenance screen and went over some of the hosting stats and found that the server had been running from a single tower that had a proxy. I couldn't list the location to get a proper ping to report to my friend, but since he was probably going to delete it, I guessed I would just make it up. I scanned over the other active servers and it seemed like the only active one was this one. He was probably going to wipe it and demolish the company project, so I guess that's why I was getting such a big bonus for it. I logged into the server and the loading screen came up. Hints, a bar, and some pictures of people playing, the usual. After the screen had completed, my avatar was dropped into a little forest, what I assumed to be outside of any main city or town. So, I walked forward hoping that some tutorial would guide me around, but nothing happened. The graphics were quite advanced for a game of its age. The forest spanned for ages, and the trees were like that of Elwyn Forest of World of Warcraft. I told all this to my friend as we kept the channel open for fast information. After walking around the forest for about 20 minutes, it came to a bigger than normal tree. It had a big door in the front of it that looked as if it had been carved into the wood by hand. Kind of like the ones in Nightmare Before Christmas. But anyway... The cursor came up with an interaction symbol and then the screen went black and my voice channel cut out. There was no loading screen, only the sounds of the poorly looped 8-bit music that was on the last loading screen. So I waited and waited until finally the game came back in with my voice channel. The only thing in the entire tree is a big mirror, totally separating the middle of the tree from the other half. The character then walks up to the tree without my control, and puts his hand toward the reflection. After this, I was suddenly brought to my desktop. Along with the icon of the game, all files are missing too. The HTTP had also vanished along with it. I asked my friend if he cut the server and he replied an innocent, no. Anyway, he transfers the money to my PayPal and logs out. So I go to sleep that night thinking about what I'll spend my hundred dollars on as I drift into sleep. I look up about six times that night. Always seeing that damn tree. It's not even scary, just annoying. It's a vividly recreated mirror just like the one of the game, and I keep touching it. I get up at around 6am after being unable to sleep and decide to hop on the computer for the weekend and rummage about on Steam for some good deals. I get about halfway through watching some Saints Row trailer when I get invited to play some CSS. The name was added to my friends, but I don't recognize them at all. The name, actually resembling mine, keeps flashing and after a couple minutes I decide to oblige. The server is pretty normal, 
just a dust too with no announcements and him and myself on opposite teams. It must be a peer-to-peer because the server name is exactly the same as mine. I bet it's my friend pulling a prank. After I go through the options and get my game all set, I decide to buy an AWP and shoot this guy up with. But whenever I press the key I've assigned to bind, the game freezes and goes back to normal after about two seconds. So I decided some buggy server coding and continue with the game with a trusty old Glock. After I run out of spawn, I can hear a faint laugh, giggle from the other side of the map. I brush it off as a script from a plug-in and keep running around. I look for this guy for about ten minutes when I'm about to leave, but I see him in the corner of my eye running under the walkway. I follow him under, but when I re-emerge on the other side, I see not the other side of the map, but the inside of a big tree and a large mirror stretched across my screen. The reflection is not of the terrorist I'm playing as, but of me, sitting at my keyboard. I throw my headset off and check my webcam. Nothing's turned on. What the hell is this? In the reflection, my hand extends from my mouth and begins cutting into its arm with its nail, smiling the entire time while it does so. The cuts start appearing on my arm as he giggles and does so. I scream and turn off the computer. Before fading to black, my face is flashed on the screen, all distorted and rotten. I wait for about four days before turning the computer back on. I need to do this, I tell myself, for work. I turn the computer back on and start Word. The program immediately shuts down and begins booting up Battlefield 3. What? I say aloud. I wasn't even using Battlelog. This is too suspicious. I'm about to com- I'm about to turn the computer off in fear of seeing my doppelganger start going at all cutty-cutty again. But I see I was invited by my old friend. The server's pretty normal. Just a squad DM on Caspian border. I spawn and select my weapons. After this, I alt-tab and open a chat with my friend. Only static. Hello? I say into the microphone. Only static is returned. Come on, dude, don't do this now. I say in hopes of getting a response. Whatever, let's just play, I say. I run around the map looking for my friend amidst all the bushes and trees lining around the gas station. I see a model run behind a building. It didn't look like the silhouettes of the normal model in the game. I remember dust too and decide to turn the computer off. I reach up to the power and press it once. I look back at my screen and all I can see... Is that all the trees now bear the same door? Oh shit, I say as I struggle to look away. The power wouldn't turn off as my character walks unattended towards the largest of the trees. The door opens and guess who's sitting against the mirror? Sitting exactly like me. My doppelganger stares blankly into the screen. He's changed since the last time I saw him. His eyes are sunken, and his bones are now clearly visible over the fleshy creases in his face and skin. He grimaces and gestures 
jabbing himself with a piece of wood. I scream as his actions replicate on my body. I reach for the cord as pieces of wood and splinters start cutting into my chest. I finally grasp the cord and pull it out. The laughing and screaming die down on both ends of the voice channel. I'm rushed to the hospital and receive about 60 stitches for my cuts and gashes. I sell my computer when I return home. A couple of days pass and things were looking down for me. I lost my job after having too many days off. Still thinking about the tree and my doppelganger. I began walking around the interior of my house, thinking about what I could do. I think about mirrors, me, insanity, and how I can overcome this bastard. And then it clicks. The mirrors and trees. I need to get back to the game. Knowing the HTTP is down, I realize I need to host it. I buy a cheap Dell computer from my local store and set up a peer-to-peer host in the hopes I can just get me and this bastard in the room once again. The server pings online as I enter what I remember to be the host. Hashes and strings of code from any file residue I can find. After working for about three days, I finally get the server back online. The web address works and I brace myself as I click login. The page is different. It had pictures of me losing my job. As well as my loved ones and crying people being killed beheadings, torture, cannibalisms, and decapitations lined my screen as the game played that same howling noise when I first met the doppelganger. I log in, the loading pages going black once more as I'm dropped into the forest again. It's different. Gore and blood splatter the entire landscape and bodies hang from the branches. They follow me with their black, cold eyes as my character progresses through the landscape. In real life, I'm shaking. The barriers of the game and reality slowly drift apart as I advance deeper and deeper into the forest. I'm walking on my own now. No keyboard, no mouse. It's me in real life. I continue, falling over corpses as I keep going. I have to do this. I keep saying to myself, I have to, until I finally come to the tree. I brace myself and walk toward the main door, screaming, still ringing in my ears. It slows down to mere giggles as I walk towards the mirror. I see myself covered in blood, elongated features, black eyes looking at me. It starts rasping and crawling toward me, breaking the mirror. Now is the time. Pull out my pocket mirror with all my strength and show it to the doppelganger. I heard a massive burst of screaming echoes making my eardrums bleed as I held the mirror at my willpower. Making my eardrums bleed as I held the mirror with all my willpower. I suddenly awakened in my room, on the floor, covered in blood with the mirror laying to my left. I calmed down. It's over. I got up and collected myself. 
After a quick shower and a glass of water, I got in my car and drove as fast as I could to the nearest bridge over water. I got the mirror and threw it down into the water. Began going home. Safe. And a hero after defeating the doppelganger. That's why I'm writing this now. To save you the trouble of all this. Be cautious whenever you join any type of empty or abandoned server. You might just start hearing laughs and giggles echo towards you. And if you encounter your own doppelganger, I fear for the worst. A couple months ago, the police dredged lakes around the county and found mirrors exactly like the one I used to defeat him my first time. And I have a hunch he won't make the same mistake again. For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast, or to suggest stories for future episodes, please visit us at CreepyPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or email us at CreepyPod at gmail.com. All stories told on this podcast can be found at creepypastawikia.com and are protected by a Creative Commons license. Some rights reserved unless otherwise stated. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Item number SCP-5186 SCP-7160 SCP-7533 Object class Euclid Keter Safe Special containment procedures <laughs> Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust <laughs> The only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> Laughing <laughs> Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.